Good afternoon. As I'm preparing my homily, I reminded of a story of an elderly woman who walks into church. And as she comes in church, of course, she comes to the front pew. And all of us, we know all good Catholics sit in the back. And as he comes sitting in the front pew, the usher comes running and says, Mom, you don't want to sit there. I said, why? He said, our priest, the pastor, is saying this mass and is so boring, he's going to put it to sleep right in front of him. The woman says, okay, but I want to sit here. And the usher insisted, I suggest you sit in the back of the church so you can step out if you want to. The man says, do you know who I am? The usher says, no, I don't know who you are. He says, I am the mother of the pastor. <laughs> and immediately the usher asked, mom, do you know who I am? The lady says, no. And the usher says, thank God. <laughs> I hope I don't put you to sleep this, mo- this afternoon. Today, as you know, that we began this month of May, this very special month for the mothers, the mothers, mother's month, but also it's a special month for the church, Mother Mary, month of Mary, our mother in heaven. And also today is first of, first of May, it's a, a day of St. Joseph the worker. So we had mass in the morning, that's why I have the study of St. Joseph. And I know most of you are very aware by now that we are in the year of St. Joseph. So as we come today to worship, all the readings today focus on one thing, becoming what God wants us to be, becoming fruitful, allowing God to have a share of our lives. The first ring today in Acts of Apostles chapter 9 talks about the story of Saul who became St. Paul. Now the conversion of St. Paul in the Acts of Apostles comes back in three chapters, in chapter 9, in chapter 22, and then chapter 26. So Luke knew this was a great story. I had to bring it back over and over again. But the one we've heard today is chapter 9. It tells us the aftermath of the conversion. So when Paul became a preacher, a Christian, he spent a lot of time in Damascus preaching. And after so many, a long, a long time there, he makes his way to Jerusalem. And guess what happens? The moment reaches Jerusalem, all the disciples are still scared of him for good reasons. We know he persecuted the church. He killed many of their friends because he was a Pharisee doing the right thing he thought it was, killing these people so that God may be glorified. But as we know the story, when he converts, become a, becomes a preacher, becomes an apostle, Jesus calls him himself. Once he comes to Jerusalem, the disciples are afraid of him. They still remember the old soul. What's the lesson? We should never judge people by their past history, by their bad history. There is always room for transformation. But that transformation doesn't come automatically. It must be visible. So if I'm going to judge you, yes, I know the history, but have also see how you are today. And that's what we see in Saul. That's why the disciples say, they saw the grace of God shining through him, and then they accepted him. The grace of God transformed him, and it was visible to the disciples that they embraced him. 
to the extent that when the Greek-speaking Jews wanted to kill him, the disciples themselves helped him to leave the city and go back to Damascus and Tarsus. So when you look at the story of St. Paul, or Saul before he became Paul, it's a story that we all relate to, that there is a moment in my life whereby something happened and God got my attention. Something happened that God got to you. Some of you, it may not be very dramatic as Saul, and some, it may be that there was a moment whereby God came, he had to slap you in the face to get your attention. And once that happened, what we see, the transforming grace of God becoming real. All of us, God is calling us as Christians and as disciples to be with him. But what helped Paul to become the disciple we all admire today is because of the gospel, what Jesus says. You must abide in me. Remain in me and I in you. So the gospel here tonight comes from the Last Supper, the fell discourse. Jesus is telling his disciples, I am going away. How are you going to live without me being physically present? He's equipping them how to survive. He's giving them all they need. One thing is to remain in him. How are they going to remain in him? By remembering what he has taught them. Secondly, constantly being in prayer. And once you get those two things, it launches you into the person God wants you to do, to be. Oftentimes we know Jesus in scripture, even if he was God, he takes time off to pray. Why? He needs to connect with his father. How much more do we need to pray? Now, prayer doesn't mean you have to kneel down every, morning, every time, every time. No. It means being aware of God's presence in your life at each and every moment. Where is God in your life right now? Do you see the movements of God? Because once we open up ourselves to the grace of God, then God transforms us. Most of us, the biggest mistake we make is we think that I cannot do so much. I'm this limited. But guess what? God has used even children. God has used even old, young, whatever they've been, the weakest of all, to transform lives. And now what about you? So don't underestimate what God can do in your life. What you have to do is to be open to the transforming grace of God, being aware of God. Secondly, being aware where God has positioned you today. Where has, why are you where you are right now? You are the father, you work in the company, wherever you're doing, God has strategically positioned you for a greater good. And he once uses grace to transform you into an instrument that is going to bring people to God. So that's why today the readings are telling us one thing like Paul. Paul was open God's grace. It's an invitation. And the closer we come to God, the more we realize how sinful we are. Not because God is condemning us, but the light of God shines through you. And then you see how unworthy you are. 
and the more unworthy you see yourself, the more God uses you because you want to conf confuse it by your own strength. So today, we are being invited to think about where we are in our lives, your position, your powers, whatever you have. God has positioned you right there for a purpose, to transform you, if not you, someone else. He wants you to transform. So being aware of God's grace, meaning being aware of God's presence in my life and his mission. So let us make our mission a priority through prayer. By praying, we allow God's will to be done, and then God transforms us into what he wants us to be. And then we shall be fruitful. But Jesus warns us that in all this process, there is what he call pruning. He says, if you don't bear fruit, I'll cut you off. And those who bear fruit, I'll keep on pruning you to bear much more fruit. Yes, there will be trials. But if you stand with God, God will always assure you of his presence. So just ask him today, whatever is going on in your life, maybe some of us think our life is a mess. Maybe we think I can't do much. God still says, yes, I used Saul who had blood on his hands. I transformed him into an instrument. I can do the same with you. Let us ask for the grace we need to be the instruments God wants to use each and every day in our world. Because the changing of the world begins with us who believe in God. Because that's why God has put us today where we are. We ask him for the graces we need to see what he's doing, to accept his pruning, and also to remain connected with him at all times. The Lord be with you.